Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing Jessica Jones Season 3, Episode 4, a.k.a. Customer Service is Standing By. Right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. All right, Jeff Randall, let's dive into some Jessica Jones. Man, every time I say the the episode name for these Jessica Jones episodes, it's like it's like I'm coming up with a name of my own. Like, <laughs> oh, it's season three, episode four, aka whatever I wanted to call it. But no, these are the actual episode names, and That's they right. include aka. Yeah, they've always included aka, right? Yep, from the beginning. From the beginning. <laughs> Since the long, long ago. <laughs> so, this episode was kind of neat. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, we get Eric, and we find out Eric is a powered individual. Yeah, we get in. We get some eyes on another super, so yeah. to speak. Well, that's pretty rad. I yeah. like that. I, I feel like Eric, knowing how bad people are, you'd think he could stay out of trouble a little better. Right? Like, stay away from the bad people. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. I mean, even if you're, like, committing crimes, like, don't commit crimes against, like, crazy murderer types. Right. Like, oh, you give me a headache. I should stay away from you. Yeah, he also has the same uh, power as the guy from Unbreakable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kind of, except without the super strength or the being Bruce Willis. Right, uh, and and he has better hair though. Um, it, although he <laughs> he just has hair at all. As far as we know, he can't tell what they've done. He can only tell that they're bad and the level to which they're bad. Um, but we don't know that that could be all him hiding it because he didn't want to get involved. Um, it's interesting to see how him and Jessica work together, and they, they stopped two people, two bad people. That was good. Um, it was kind of cool. I, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's such a, this whole, this whole Netflix Marvel, particularly this show, is so nihilistic. Just everyone's kind of doing their own thing for their own reasons. And it's so sort of hopeless at times. (laughs) It's kind of a bummer. (laughs) You know, uh, with this episode, I kind of felt like we were getting back to... Uh, to season one, Jessica Jones, because Jessica Jones season one was like really dark and super bleak and like people randomly killing themselves because Kilgrave said to. Yeah. I mean, things were dark in that season. And that's what really excites me about this. Another powered individual with another interesting mind power, like, um, and, and, and then we've got this, this other villain, this new villain that also seems like he could be like, I don't know, you know, no one's going to beat David Tennant for me <laughs> ever, yeah. but, uh, like I, it's, it's unfair to ask anyone to try. Uh, but I, I was super <laughs> creeped out by the villain in this episode. Well, yeah, he's just got the super creepy manner is, is what it is for, for him. More than a manner. He also like randomly stabs people uh and he that he doesn't even know he just thinks it's a random hookup and he stabs her that's no good and then at the end he's just calmly eating an apple while he watches someone bleed out or someone bleeds yeah someone bleeds out (laughs) behind him whatever um he obviously responsible for a murder um man and we, we, we keep talking about the difference 
between these characters. And uh, in this episode, we get um, more of Trish uh, being naive, doing a dumb thing, and uh, or well, doing a thing she thinks is right, but without thought of real consequences and without scope of understanding her powers. And she almost almost kills someone. Yep. Well, yeah, she, I mean, she has to have that, that firm kind of shake, you know, to kind of wake her up. That yeah. She needs that moment because she's, I mean, she said in the last episode, I'm unstoppable. And like being slapped by Jessica doesn't stop her so much. I think we forgot to talk about it yesterday, but, uh, yeah, the, the getting her just pimp slapping her down, (laughs) down the alleyway (laughs) was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was, but that's not enough to stop her. What would stop her though is her power or, or her actions like really badly hurting someone, killing someone even. Yeah. And it was really sad when his, the guy runs over and this lady was not an innocent by any means. This is not the same situation as when Jessica killed an innocent, but this is also, uh, she doesn't have the excuse of Kilgrave told her to like, she just went into the situation unprepared and not, even though she's very well trained, not trained enough. And she just got someone stabbed through the gut. Um, and it's really sad when when that guy runs over and says, mom, like it just is like, Oh, this is a human being that you almost took the life of. Yep. Yep. And you know, like you said, she's not a good person. Like we got that in the, in the intro flashback where, you know, she had weights around Eric's ankles in in her pool. Mm -hmm. Like she's not a great person, but she's still someone's parent and like, yeah, they may, they may not be the best people and they may not be doing the best things, but like, they're still a family and they still care about each other. And you don't want to see that kind of like that kind of struggle for them, I guess, or really, you don't want to see anybody struggle with losing someone that they love so much because it, it hurts, you know? Yeah. It's that sort of, we, we've talked a lot about the Netflix world and how it, it builds the world out well. Um, one thing that it really does a good job of is just making the world populated by humans. We've talked about that even in the very first episode of Daredevil. Like it felt like the people around them are real, but even the villains, even the, the, the mobsters, uh, come off as, as, as human. Even Kilgrave had a certain amount of humanity that he, you understood where he was coming from because he was a child that got everything he wanted, you know? Um, yep. that, that, the, the scenes where they showed him being experimented on as a child, like really humanized him in a way. And, and I'm expecting that even with this brutal murderer that seems like a sociopath. Like I'm expecting us to get something a little deeper from him. Yeah. Maybe, uh, what I've, cause I, you know, I haven't really kept up with, with, uh, the Jessica Jones comics as much. Um, and having learned the name, uh, of his character, I went and looked it up and, you know, just kind of started pouring over what I had or what I could. Right. And the character that, that Salinger seems to be based on is kind of, an irredeemable sociopath. No, he's one of those like uh, he's one of those the world is full of sinners and I have to cleanse it kind of people. Gotcha. gotcha. And I'm not sure I like that. Yeah, 
the way that it was in in, in the description and in, in the uh, in the articles that I was reading were like the the character was more of that just like one note kind of like this is what this is what this character is all about and like you'll never see him again kind of thing. Hmm. Um, but you know there, there's I have faith in the Netflix shows that there's going to be so much more character building and so much more to this character than just that that single idea of like you know this is the one thing that drives him yeah well you know and may, maybe there will be maybe there won't be i i hope so because i think i love that about the netflix marvel universe um all right uh what what else what else are we talking about talking to talk about about this episode um hogarth um goes on a date with yeah. her, with her lady love, I uh, still felt really uncomfortable the whole time they were together. Uh, yeah, I, I, sure. I don't know. I what what makes you uncomfortable? I don't know. It just it feels like it's like I I, I have this overwhelming sense of malice coming from Jerry. Yeah, that she's just trying to tear them down. I get that. I, I totally agree with that. I, I, I never felt good about Jerry's intentions. Um, Jerry's intentions have always anything. been real bad. Yeah, <laughs> Jer- Jerry's Jerry's real bad. Uh, I guess I guess that doesn't hurt it. The the uh, sort of sexiness of the situation, uh, but but yeah, uh, that that's that's pretty uh, clear that Jerry is in the wrong, especially when she you know can't convince her. To, to be with her. She's still just going to get this sort of sort of half in her life because she's, she's married to someone. Um, and even though they're, even though they're open, uh, she's still never going to be her main partner and she, that's not close enough for Jerry. So she decides to release the information, um, and ruin their lives. And she even says not just his life. It's like, she's willing to ruin the life of the woman she loves, in quotation marks. Is she, th- <laughs> is she desires, I guess, is a better word for yeah, it. Yeah, I um, think that's the proper word for what's going on here. Yes, I, I agree. I think it's, I think it's, honestly, I think it kind of reminds me of the Kilgrave situation we just talked about. Jerry has spent, whatever, 30 years getting whatever she wants, and now there's something she can't have. And she's, you know, this is what happens to people. Power corrupts absolutely, you know. And Jerry has had a, an amount of power that has corrupted her. Uh, maybe there was a time she loved this girl, but that love is now corrupted by the pure desire uh, and, and her selfishness. Yep. Yep, yep. I, I just, I don't see any good. You know what? I would be, I would be really happy to see Eric go around Jerry Hogarth and see what kind of reaction he has to her. Oh yeah. I bet we'll get that. I bet <laughs> we'll get that. That sounds kind of fun. Yep. Cause I, I really like deeply feel she's just not a good person at all. I, oh yeah, I totally agree. Uh, she's a real person. And I think that so yeah. there's a certain amount of, um, we, we, we see her and, and want, we we don't like to see her in pain because they've they've so well realized the character, but she is bad. She is very yeah. bad. Like I would have, and we may get this. I would be okay with if this whole season, you know, you'll often they do the halfway switch in the middle of the season. I actually would be very intrigued if she was the real villain 
of the season. You know what I mean? Like she's like, I'm the real Salinger. Or whatever. Like, she realizes <laughs> that Salinger becomes a tool of hers, or something like that, that's, that's getting, getting done what she wants or what she needs. Uh, maybe it's, she, maybe she finds out a way to save her life, but it, it, it's only through somehow, uh, lots of murder, or saving lots of murderers, or whatever. You know, like, I could absolutely see this show going there with her character really becoming a villain. Ugh. <sighs> we get another crazy sex scene between them. <laughs> Yeah, sort of. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, I, I still, I would like, mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm kind of like, I feel bad for, for Kith going down the, uh, you know, being drawn in, so to speak. Sure. By the succubus. Sorry. Yeah. That's, oh yeah. That's too much. That's I do too. too. Much. I do too. I think that, uh, <laughs> I think that I feel bad for Kith for sure. Um, but Kith is her own person and her own woman and she's making decisions and what's going on right now is, is okay with, with her, uh, with her situation. But <laughs> the, the Jerry is just lying in wait though. Um, yep. and it's, uh, it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing, but I guess, you know, evil people need sexy times too. And I guess <laughs> that's why, you know, it doesn't really <laughs> affect my, uh, reading of the sex scenes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I'm defending them so hard. It's like, whatever. I, you know. Scenes <laughs> can be sexy, sexy when strings are going on. Scenes can be sexy between evil people too. It's all I'm saying. I, I doesn't, I guess it doesn't make it seem less sexy to me. Um, shows <laughs> it's just the kind of girl I like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I saw the sequel to 300. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I don't even get that reference. Uh, the, the, was it called 400? This 301. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> Return of Cruella de Vil. Uh, oh. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was called like 300 Rise of an Empire. That sounds right. Yeah, Rise of an Empire. The, uh, the, the main guy of it, the, the lead, the Mistocles, um, or Themistocles, however they say his name. Um, he just in the middle of the movie had sex with Eva Green's character on the middle of a map room table. Who and, is a villainous character, I'm assuming. Yeah, she was, she was the evil character. That is weird. So that is yeah. a weird, that is a weird choice. Yeah. And it was like, they knew who, like each one of them knew who the other was, you know, they were, they were meeting kind of in, in a in a almost like a peace talks kind of time like right. here let's let's meet and work this out and then like sex on the table and then they're like oh no mm, gotta kill you sorry yikes <laughs> it was really uncomfortable yeah that sounds dark that sounds dark anyway so this this show this show i'm interested in where it's going i you know I think this is a cool episode. I, I like that we've got another power, uh, another powered person on the table, and we've got a new villain, like kind of coming into focus. Did you see the uh, the look that Jessica gave Eric when uh, when she asked him what his thought of uh, for the person at, on the other side of the door was, and it ended up being uh, be, ended up being Trish, and she like looks at him like, "You fucking kidding me." Uh, no, uh, what's the, what was the, I don't remember the look, no. 
Eric, it was, it was well, early episode, like, uh, let me see, it was about seven and a half minutes in. Uh, Eric uh, gives an assessment of Trish, basically, is what you're saying? Yeah, without seeing Trish. Because, you know, he's describing how his power works. And, right. You know, there's a knock at the door, and she's like, what's your, you know, what's your assessment of the person behind the door? And he's like, all good. And she opens the door, and it's Trish. And oh, she okay. looks back at him, like, come on. Yep, she's, she's, she's a good trash. person, but a naive person. Yeah. I, yeah. I am and, more interested. I, I, I feel like it kinda, it's kind of like the hammer discussion. That's not a question I need answered. I feel like Hogarth's a pretty clear, uh, there's a pretty clear answer there. I'd like to know what he thinks of Malcolm, though. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. 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 I'd even like to know what he thinks of... It's just, this is a really interesting, uh, of like the husband who's doing the bad thing. Like, uh, you know, like he's doing a bad thing, but how evil is that? Does that make him? Like, what's the level of evil that means? Yeah, like how much of a headache does that cause? Right. It's weird that this show is giving us like a (laughs) sort of a solid metric of how evil people are. At least like a character that gives us that sense. He's the multimeter of evil. He's the he's the barometer. He's the canary. He's the canary in the cage. Yeah. He's the burger canary. Yeah. We're <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't say canary burger. <laughs> yeah, canary burger is is what he'll be the end of the, when the That's when a that different thing. He'll be the canary burger when that lady gets a hold of him after Trish stabbed her through the gut. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's uh, puts us in a good place for this episode. Uh, we'll be back with you guys very, very soon. Uh, we are we are recording these as fast as we can, and they go up on the Patreon as soon as we record them, and uh, they go up on the main feed once a day. So uh, we're generally about at least one or two or three, or sometimes we get like six episodes ahead. It just depends. Um, we're about one episode ahead right now. So if you uh, want to check out what we're doing beyond this episode, go to the Patreon, subscribe. Uh, with any amount, and you will get a chance to hear the episodes early and ad-free, and you get to support the cast. But if you've been thinking about doing it, it's a good time to do it, because you get them get things quicker. Um, so, we will be back with you very soon. Uh, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, MCU Cast at all the social medias, amcucast.com. If you want to hear more from me, uh, check out my other podcast, Star Trek Universe Podcast, and the Orville Universe Podcast, and you can... Uh, Find my music anywhere you get music under Matthew Carroll. Peace. Until next time, true believers. (laughs) 